0: You're listening to Rock, Pop, and Roll. Hey, how you doing? Good, I hope. Rock, Pop, and Roll, episode number 19. We are so close, just one episode away from the historic episode 20 is where we get the gold watch on this episode of rock pop and roll it is the world's greatest rock and roll band you know who it is it's the last time we look at the last time a rolling stones album really mattered Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Nichols, rock, pop, and roll. We talk rock, pop, and roll music, rock, and roll, and pop. From the playlist of the decade of the 1980s, directly from the heartland of America, we are broadcasting live on tape in Indiana. The Rolling Stones spent much of uh, the 80s after 1981 struggling to really even exist. After a couple of good early decade albums... Started me up. Huge for them. They were fighting amongst themselves. At this point, Keith Richards did not want to be in the band. Mick Jagger, he went and made a solo record. So did Keith. The 1986 song, One Hit to the Body, was a single, was about all they did right. And uh, it was only kind of right. The Harlem Shuffle, I thought, was weak. The early decade live shows weren't really that strong. The Stones had pretty much. In the 80s, fizzled out as a group. And then they made Steel Wheels. This is Wild Horses' classic Stones, and they just went away from it. And uh, they tried to find themselves with a, a comeback album. Steel Wheels would be the final album that really mattered for them. We're going to tell you why today as we take a listen to why that record was their real last hurrah in the single that made it happen. This is Rock, Pop, and Roll. We've got a special Spotify playlist for you of Stones, Tunes, these, and some others you you might dig on Spotify. have got a link in the show notes, so check that out. By 89, the Stones, they were in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Jagger and Richards, by 1989, at least had come to some kind of understanding that they kind of needed each other in, in, in some way, a, a true greater... Than the sum of their parts, puzzled they were, still are. If we can believe that about two musicians that are named Jagger and Richards, now, Steel Wheels would—it's—it isn't the best Stones album, but it was what, uh, what worked at the time. It was the last gasp of their new rock and roll that radio would care about. Back when radio stations, AOR Top Forty, played new music from the Stones and the band, they—they they were back together. Hell, Charlie Watts played drums on it. Bill Wyman was playing bass. It was the classic lineup back together. Really, though, only three years had gone by since the Dirty Work mess of an album with Harlem Shuffle and the rest, but this was their comeback album. Created a sound like the classic Rolling Stones puffed and puffed a bit as it climbed that legacy mountain. Hit on some of the sounds and uh, it missed on some others. Lyrical echoes though, it sounded a lot like a classic Stones album in the end. It it wasn't even their best work. They would have three albums after Steel Wheels, they would have three albums of original material that that was really pretty good including the Don Was produced records that had uh, you got me rocking on it. Which was a... You talk about a throwback to the classic sound... It was a classic rock-sounding Voodoo Lounge album that this was on. Actually, it was better than Steel Wheels. 97, they had Bridges to Babylon, that record. 2005 is a bigger Bang album, so if we look at it realistically, if Babylon or Bang had come out in the 80s, it, it would be considered a great Stones album, or at least a very good one and would have been all over rock radio. But, all this stuff came out in the 90s and 2000s, and most of the radio stations at that point, they played the Stones. If they did, they were buried already in that satisfaction, start me up whole, and they weren't going to be crawling out. In this podcast episode, we look and listen to the singles from that album that kicked off their uh, return to album making and uh, stadium touring. That's the Stones template. That tour. That size. That started with Steel Wheels. Rock, pop, and roll. Remember, after the podcast, check out the Spotify playlist, uh, iTunes, Spotify, um, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll rock, pop, and roll together. Steel Wheels had multiple songs from the record that would make it on the radio and supported this tour, and we'll hear the first single and the story of that tour in, in just a minute. The second single that they actually released made number 23, on the top 40 charts, but was a number one mainstream rock radio hit. It'd be their uh, final top 40 hit. Third single was a song called Terrifying. And then there was a song that was not actually a single But did get played on uh, rock radio stations That was, uh, really, (laughs) might have been the best song on the album (laughs) Made it to number 14 on the rock radio charts I remember I was working at a a little radio station called WORX, a little town called Madison, Indiana, and uh, we were playing this album. And and when we got the album, you know, the the singles were released, but when you put the CD in, this is the one that jumped out. Steel Wheels had a fourth single, and actually, the fourth True single I liked the final single that they had a little piece called almost hear you sigh it was it was going to be a keith richards solo album but he brought it to steel wheels so it made it to number 50 on the hot 100 didn't get up to number one on the mainstream rock chart for one week i I just like the groove Uh, of that but it was this song this song that's that's next that's right here that's at the click of of a finger it was the one that was the last u.s top 10 single for the stones and kick off kicked off the whole steel wheels tour the album the launch they i think it was this one where they appeared came into new york on a train and Keith smoking cigarettes and Mix do being Mick and had a had a little press conference and Steel Wheels was like the biggest thing ever. They launched the tour two weeks after the single, so they launched the tour August thirty first. What it was, what they were selling, what it, what was bought was the idea that it was the return to the sound of the classic rock that people wanted. The sound of that kind of gritty and greasy stones. A throwback to the sound of the stones of the 70s. It really wasn't, but it was as close as they had been to that sound in, in 10 years. The sound that made them loved. The album tried hard to be that. Radio bought in. Fans bought tickets to the stadium shows. I guess it was a win win, and this one went all the way up to number five on the top 40 charts. One of three rock radio number ones. It's what kicked the whole thing off for the Stones back in '89 with Steel Wheels. The throwback to that Stonesy sound. I mean, that's what people, that's what, I remember listening to it when it came out and I said, that's good. That sounds like the old Stones and that's what they wanted. And from here, they became this touring machines, touring of stadium machines. Uh, machine. I mean, the Stones have always toured. They've always done the, the hockey arenas, the, the basketball arenas. Uh, but Steel Wheels, that tour, really set the template for how they could tour big and how they could make big money. Stones don't play too many small places anymore, unless it's like a one-off decision, something that's good for PR. They go big, right? They figured out how to do it in the 1980s, and Steel Wheels was the template, and the rest of the tours were the result of how Steel Wheels was successful, how they did it, how it, it let them go big, and they never went home. I saw them in Louisville. On September 19th of 89, and then uh, Indianapolis after that, saw them in Louisville. At the, at the, it was outdoors, old baseball stadium, Cardinal Stadium, where the minor league team played, the University of Louisville football team played at the time. Great warm night. I thought they were really good that night. New songs, lots of old songs, well-paced, had some, uh, some obscurities, but it was good. And I would see him two months later in Indianapolis at the Hoosier Dome, and it wasn't as good. Not nearly as good. Nowadays, Stone's playlists, set lists are uh, somewhere around 20 songs. Back then, they were doing, I think they did 26, a lot of new tunes. They played four new songs, I looked on on uh, an old uh, set list from from that show. They had twenty six songs, about, about four from the Steel Wheels album. So they played it. They pushed it. I mean, if you're the Stones and you're playing four new songs off a new album, I think you're pushing the album pretty pretty darn hard for what the Stones could be doing with the hundreds of songs that they could be playing. The Steel Wheels was that was the last time. Not that it was right, but it was the last time that radio thought, "Hmm, the Stones matter as a current." Relevant, worthy of airplay on top 40 bands. Thanks for listening to the podcast. This is Rock, Pop, and Roll. Subscribe to Rock, Pop, and Roll, wherever you get your podcast, and find all the episodes at rockpopandroll.com. Spotify, iHeart, Apple. Dig around, we're everywhere. Find us on Twitter at 80s rock pop roll. Email us rock pop roll podcast at gmail.com. Rock, pop, roll podcast at gmail.com. Say it twice. Just to be nice. If you like the show, share it with someone you know we love you for it. Share it with a fan of 80s pop and rock and roll. Share it on social media. We've got a logo, rockpopandroll.com. Go steal it at rockpopandroll.com and And Instagram it. Hell, make a TikTok. Let's go, people. (laughs) And we're going to end with a couple of last facts. Can we do that for you? The Rolling Stones' Steel Wheels album was the first digital recording that they made The steel wheels tour finished in mid 1990 so they went on and retitled the thing the urban jungle tour they saw that they had something that people wanted man let's go to stadiums and play the old songs and it worked they're still on the road pandemic Post-pandemic, they will be. In 1990, hang on, hang on. Let's play, uh, we'll go back to that groove. Can I go back to the groove of uh, Almost Hear You Sigh? In 1990, Fox aired a 3D television special, The Steel Wheels Tour. Uh, An IMAX film of the tour was released the next year. 3D TV and then IMAX. That IMAX still plays it at, at some venues, some IMAX venues, some 20 years later. And their most recent new release, yeah, they do. It was released as a digital download, a streaming single in April of 2020. Alas, it only hit, only hit number 102. It used to be called Bubbling Under on the singles chart. "Living in a Ghost Town was the name of the song. And that's going to play us out. Hey, thank you for listening. See you next time. I'm Rob. Be good to each other. and roll. This is rock, pop, and roll. Rock, pop, and roll. Dot com.